Welcome to Broken Roads Radio with your host, Jason Zedlitz. And I remember um, being in revival, and one of those was he wouldn't be able to take his glasses off. And from the migraines, I, from the I migraines. wore sunglasses um, because within just a matter of minutes, I would be physically sick from the the because it would make the pain go through the roof. Um, and so uh, I wore the the sunglasses twenty four seven, and we were sitting in a revival. I was an usher um, at the church, uh, and I was back in the back. And um, at that point, I became very uh, self conscious or whatever, I, uh, because I didn't obviously couldn't speak very well, um, couldn't walk very well, just wasn't didn't want to be in front of anybody. Um, Getting me to go out into public was uh, very hard. I would go to church three, four years later, different church. Um, happened to be in the sound booth running sound. And uh, in the hurry of me leaving the sound booth, I didn't grab my sunglasses. Get all the way out to the truck, move the truck around, move it to two or three different places. So I'm out in the sun Sunday morning, real bright, shiny Sunday and not even thinking about it, doing everything, talking to them out in the parking lot. Finally get back into the sound booth and I go, hey, my glasses are up there. I go, my head's not hurting. I'm not puking my guts up. And uh, like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's just having a really good day, you know. Just kind of blew it off. And uh, get through practice, service starts, and it's just a, it's going. It, it is going. It's just a full apostolic service. And uh, everybody's around the front, you know, dancing and running and praising and singing and everything's going on. Well, I come out of the sound booth. Well, the service definitely I turned around. <laughs> I turned around to um, the other media people and I said, I'm stepping out for a minute. So I walk up to the front, and, you know, I'm praying, and it's it's a really good service for me, too. And uh, I'm standing there, and one of the elder ladies in the church walks up to me and puts her hand on my back, and she goes, God's telling you to do something, and you need to do it right now. What are you waiting on? <laughs> so, you know, we've been going to this church for a year or so, long enough for me to meet all the pastors and everything, and I'm like, well, what I was feeling at the moment and what she was telling me to do was that I needed to go tell pastor exactly what had happened right then. He's up on the platform, got a microphone in his hand. So I walk up to the executive pastor, said, hey, I need to get his attention. And he goes, well, he's right there. So I walk up to the edge of the platform and I'm standing there and I keep trying to get his attention. Finally, he walks over there and he goes, what's going on? And I, you know, I think I need to, say what's going on with me today and he said what's going on with you and i said uh i don't have any sunglasses on and about that time i turned around and looked straight in the spotlights and turned around and looked at him and he goes here you go handed me the mic you know kind of said what happened that sunday morning i didn't have a migraine and since then i've had migraines but at that point before that i was having migraines 24 7. the only way that they could get them down was in the hospital They'd put me on IV treatments about every six, eight, six months, eight months. Um, they they had to space them out 
because uh, otherwise it shuts your kidneys and stuff down. So depending on how many treatments they ran in the hospital was depending on how many months I had to wait before I could have more. And uh, usually they had done enough to where uh, I couldn't go back for about six or eight months. Do you remember what your phrase was? But God. But God, yeah. But God. It, which is actually kind of turned into a anthem for a couple of people. A lot of times when they're going through something or I'm talking to them about something or whatever, they'll say, but God, but God. So there was a time span, though, between when a man of God came up to you and told you this was going to happen and when it actually happened. Oh, yeah, there was it was about three years. Three years. So in that three years, though, do you feel like did you ever feel like oh, you I missed it? Oh, yeah. I, I um, Yes, because some things that had changed in our life, um, uh, a couple of big changes. Uh, we had changed churches. We had changed denominations. Um, uh, nothing against anybody else and what their beliefs are, what where they're at in their life. But it just it was best for our it was best for us. It was best for our marriage. It was best for our kids. Um, but it, we felt, it, I think, it actually took us into a deeper spiritual right. place. You know, you said you left, you changed denominations. So in that change, do you feel like you got treated differently? Yeah, I, it, I mean, it's, um, you know, and, and, and nothing against any, anybody in any different denomination, because I believe that in heaven, it's not going to be divided up, uh, denominations. We're all Christians in Christ. We're, we're, we're all a part of the body. Now, were you raised in that denomination though? Yes. Like, is that your family's in that denomination? Uh, I was, I was born, I was born and raised um in a denomination and uh never would have thought of leaving that denomination until it happened um mm -hmm. and and the things that transpired that made it happen um it, it looking back on it now it had to be a a, a god design because never would have um left this church so would the, have never left the, do you feel like the family dynamics probably changed quite a bit too yeah there's there's been some change yeah. there's been um a lot of growing a lot of growing a lot of questions um i remember a conversation we had with her mom sitting in her living room she had some questions and uh and you know it, it was very productive at that point um, because when we all got done with that conversation, it was, it was, it was, uh, at the end of the conversation with her, everybody came out a winner. Um, before that, I think her mom was feeling some hurt and pain and neglect or, or whatever she was feeling different about us. Um, because it wasn't the picture of Christianity that she knew. Uh, I definitely felt like, um, and it's stuff that we're still working through. Like she'll say, you know, it is a very fine line, but I do feel uh, there was a point that I felt like uh, her love for me changed and the relationship changed. But I think it took 
her watching some, I don't know, I can't speak for her, but watching some of our services online and seeing that my, my kids still are good kids and they still have a heart after God and I'm still plugged in and my husband is still plugged in and we're still serving. I think it kind of took it, it's that. taken. Uh, it, it's been a journey it's been, over the it's last been four years. Four years. Four. Yeah, it's four been years. four years. But I would say probably the first year or so was, was the roughest. Hard. It was really hard. Um, was there a lot of, uh, I guess, was there a lot of hurt in that moment from maybe the way you were being treated or maybe? Oh yeah, de- definitely. There was. Um, there have been lifelong friends that we still haven't spoken to. And th- and then there's been friends that have seen us from a distance. So, uh, so in those but, moments though, you know, like you're, you're being hurt and you have lifelong friends that are kind of giving up on you. Was there any moment where you were just like, why am I even yeah. going to go to church at this point? Yeah, actually, uh, very, very early on into it. Um, we hadn't been to church in about probably pretty close to three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and things were going on and, um, we had made excuses, uh, health-wise, or we were out of town, or we would intentionally go out of town, or intentionally do something to where we couldn't make it to church, um, uh, and make plans to do something, or, or whatever, and, uh, so she came in one evening, and I was really not doing good, and so I was sitting, I was sitting in a hot bath, and, uh, we got to talking, and I, and it was a Friday or Saturday, and, um, at times, uh, extremely sitting in extremely hot water was the only way to get some of the pain to go away, um, to even make it bearable uh, at, at moments. And so, spent a lot of time. Uh, but so she came in and was talking to me, and mm-hmm. and uh, we looked at each other and said, "I don't care where we go, mm-hmm. but Sunday we need to be somewhere." And I want to say, I want to kind of interject. It wasn't. That we didn't want to be at church. Um, we I were still, I, me for myself, I was still praying at times. Probably not as much as I should. Right. I was still searching in scripture um, to find where I was at. Because I, was, I wasn't in a very good place. And so I was being raised in church. That's what you run back to. You run back to scripture. And okay, where, where are we headed? Because... I'm not in a good place. And so mm-hmm. to get in a good place your whole life, you're, you've been taught to run back to scripture, run back to prayer. And so there was times where I did that. There was also times where I was like, um, you know, it's, it is what it is. Do you, do you feel like there was a, a lot of turmoil inside though with you? You're kind of torn on what to do and how to do it. Yeah. Um, uh, even, uh, once we started going to church where we're at now for a good six months or two a year, um, they have a introductory class to end of the church or whatever, where it just kind of tells you a little bit of church history. They go through some scriptures and, and, uh, we wouldn't even go through the class and they'd been asking us to, uh, in order to serve in any kind of capacity, they kind of ask you to go through that class just to, uh, at that at that point, I don't know that it's a requirement now, but at that point, it was still a requirement that you go through that class just to kind of uh, understand what that 
church stands for, what their beliefs are, where they stand on things, um, and kind of your time to ask questions. And it was a three-week course. There are three-week classes. And so for three weeks, we went, uh, eventually, finally went to this class, and uh, and it was, it, it in itself raised some questions and took several more weeks of sitting down with one of the pastors yeah. and asking questions we and digging into scripture and, and uh, <laughs> just really because scripture words things one way, our society words things another way, and there's an interpretation in there that sometimes gets lost or lines get crossed or you think, well, that can't be right because it's not in the words that you have heard your entire life. Um, but when you go to searching it, you go, okay, well, that I can see where that makes sense. Uh, and so you dig into it a little more, and you, and, you know, at the end of the day, as Christians, we have to, it says for us to work out our salvation for ourselves. And so if you don't have a personal... Um, conviction don't have a personal walk you're not gonna you can be steered steered away and that can only come through reading the scripture and prayer and talking to your brethren or your pastor and having a conversation about okay well this scripture says this so where's where where is this wrong or right or what's going on here and you have to open a dialect and and at some point you have to do that for yourself or you can be let off of a path or or not be in the correct place where you need to be. This has been Broken Roads Radio. Stay tuned next week as we dive into even more amazing stories.